This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is gonna be a fun show. Um, you know, we're we're with. I don't think we've ever had this group specifically. We have Urbano here. Hello. Always nice to have Urbano. Thank you. Um, we have James here. Hello. So now, James, you have done the show really like kind of one time. It's like a stand-in situation, right? Yeah. Like you haven't really done. Well, no, no, you did one full show. A single show, yeah. But there was like a big group of people here. There was like seven or eight of us. It, yeah, it wasn't just you. So some of you may remember James, but I wanted to get James in here for a couple of different reasons, okay? Number one, it's Father's Day. We have a variety of different hypotheticals because obviously, you know, um, um, my father is not here. Uh, we don't uh, have any true fathers here. Oh, well, um, thanks, Al. So, you know, I, well, no, 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 meaning like true in the sense of, no, 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 no. <laughs> true fathers here in the sense of like our appreciation going up. Yeah, our, yeah, none of our dads are here, yeah, okay? Yeah, sure. Fucking what? Don't want me to like you don't you don't want me to go to the end here. Uh, Arbano though has obviously we've talked about it on this show yeah. a very unique perspective on what I you kind of jive with what I feel the role of a father really is. Which thank you for setting up the, the not setting up not allowing me to finish the setup of the I'm compliment sorry, you were I'm getting sorry. asshole. Okay, but that's fine. That's all fine. Um, but no, uh, I, I I'm anxious to get a couple of different perspectives from. Urbano and then James, who's newly engaged uh, on the whole Father's Day experience and all that other stuff, number one. But I also wanted to talk about confidence, which is why I desperately needed Urbano here. I consider you one of the most confident people that I know. Thank you. Our friend James here. Yes. Recently, uh, James has uh, uh, worn glasses for as long as we've known him. Yes. Recently, he gets rid of the glasses. Yes. Yes, I have. And... He is like I, I I call him Stefan or Cal, like he really <laughs> had, not not that there was anything wrong with James before, no, but this is a very different true. dude. There's a different there's a, he has a different gait, right? I feel like yes. a new man. No, yeah. how do you feel? Do you feel more confident? I wouldn't say I feel more confident. I just feel a little different. Like <laughs> it's it's almost you feel, you look a little different, and it's a new experience. Do you have a different focus? Ah. <laughs> The focus is uh, straining, yeah. I'd say. Are you seeing things differently now? I'm seeing things from a different point of view. From <laughs> <laughs> point of view? I mean, like, I think, though, were you self-conscious uh, about wearing glasses? Not at all. I wore, I've been wearing glasses and or contacts for probably the last 20 years. Wow. And it's 
it's just something that you live with over time and it's something you get used to. But there are so many people who actually wear stuff like that that it's it's normal. So I think that, it's different when you say I've been wearing them for 20 years when you're 49 versus you've been wearing them for 20 years when you're in your 20s. It's like that's a huge portion of your life. I, I've been – Yeah. I mean, so I got – I. It was pretty much, I don't even know what it was. I just kind of went to an eye doctor, and they were like, yeah, you need glasses. I was maybe in second grade. Wow, so all your them. grade school pictures, you have glasses. Oh, yeah. Wow. Or actually, believe it or not, there are a lot of uh, pictures that I take where I actually take my glasses off. Nice. Mainly because the, the big struggle with glasses is the glare. When the flash goes off, it goes off on your glasses, and then you just look like you're some kind of alien with lit up eyes. So you've been prepping for this moment all of your life. Refusing oh, yeah. Well, to... that's why I moved to contacts after a while, you. because I'm like, you know what? I just I want I glasses are nice, but then when I was when I was a kid, I got transitions. But I got one like one of those first versions of transitions where it takes like ten minutes to actually go from dark to light and light to dark. Oh. So I was like, I hate these. I never want to use transitions again. And I'm like, I want contacts because I want normal sunglasses. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to walk into a room take off my glasses or walk out and go outside, put on my sunglasses, and I'm all good. Now, do you have so a couple of things. Number one, when, when you actually came back, I noticed his eyes were very baggy, and then they've since been gone. Mm -hmm. it, he doesn't have bags under his eyes at all, which I found fascinating a little bit because you didn't notice his eyes being baggy when he had glasses. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, he looks younger. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. It got me thinking, right? Because the way he carries himself is very, very different. Do you have, Urbano, mm -hmm. a moment mm -hmm. where there was a major either change okay. or something that maybe you either and it could be something that you put on something that you had accomplished or done or this or that that gave you a sense of sense of a, a, a swagger that we see young james having in my life like mm -hmm. the first time i really like recall something it. where you're like damn because like, he's feeling himself like yeah. what what makes you kind of feel yourself a little bit the first time i actually really felt myself honestly is um I was invited, like I knew people and whatever, but I was invited to Biggie's Platinum Party. Mm. And um, I remember it was like last minute, like somebody that I knew was going, was like, yo, we're going, do you wanna go? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, I had nothing to wear and no money. And so I went and I, I had these like linen pants that were like always like my go-to. I wore those and I cleaned my sneakers and I went to this like vintage shop and I bought this like cool little vest for like $2. and. I like just put something together and I remember I showed up and everybody was like, who are you and what is that? And who, like I got so much attention and I was cracking up because A, of where I was at and mm. B, the fact that I put this outfit together with like $5. And I was like maybe 21, 22. But this is kind of where central. Yeah, most of it was thrift shop. And after that, like when I got like a lot of compliments, I was like, oh my God, like I just really pretended that whole time. And then I was like, oh wow. So it's just like dress up and then that was it. It was very much like like you have a thing where – and I worry about this sometimes. Not that I worry about you because I don't. I worry about how I'm going to react. Mm -hmm. I really – and I get, I get like this. And I get it mostly when – and I don't know why this is. Um, I get it mostly when, when straight guys mm -hmm. see you, mm -hmm. right? And you'll see a guy go up to you because Urbano wears – you know, he dresses <laughs> himself. If his personality – was just in clothes. It's how he dresses. You so have, wear you sequence can, pants. You have no idea what he's gonna walk into no, one day. Never. It's just every single day. It's something different. I think yesterday, it's fun. You know, yesterday you came down in a whole new suit. It was checkered, flashy. It was, and I'm just like, I see you. I'm like, oh damn, here's a new one. 
Like he can come down naked and be like, oh, like you know, the inspiration for this one. No, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing like a little bit more of an Adam and Eve give, thing. Yeah, I'm giving Adam. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. No, like, like, like today I'm giving. Sometimes like, yeah. hey. Right. It's like today I'm just giving straight dick. Like you know what I mean? Like, I'm just I'm waiting for that. You know. So like I'm saying, and and he had uh, I think it was yesterday. He had the sequins pants on. Uh-huh. You know, and like I'm I'm used to like there's certain combinations uh-huh. that you got. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um the the sequin sequins pants and the uh the 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 lace the lace top. Yeah. Uh-huh. And people are always asking to feel his pants. Yeah. And I get very like, what's this guy going to say? Like every single time. So now I, I'll tell you what, of anybody that you want to have a problem with, <laughs> I'm by far the last person. Anybody's oh. like, if you have a problem, you're running past me to get to whoever's behind. <laughs> like, hey, let someone else come and help. I am emaciated. <laughs> I am like, I haven't been, I haven't seen a gym in forever, you know, but whatever. You know, my, my heart's in the right place. But. That happens a lot. Uh-huh. Now, do you see that as a – is that what you're going for? Do you like that interaction? No, I mean, I think it's fun. I think it's dress-up. I think it's cool to be a little bit outrageous and outlandish and um, kind of just have fun with it. And people, how they respond, you know, people can react any way they want. It's really how I respond. I'm doing it for fun. It's actually inspired by your mom. Mm. When Caroline envisioned this for me, she told me, I see you there dressed up, doing your thing. And so – when we first started this, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna dress up, and I really do it because mm. it's how it was presented to me. See now, because and, and the reason I like bringing this up on a and, and I like to blend things together with this with with Father's Day because I am just a stud host and I'm just making everything work. <laughs> Fantastic. But truly though, one thing we talked about on this show before, I had horrible, horrible anxiety, mm-hmm. and this is happening a lot when. Marky dresses up. She insists on dressing up like a princess, mm-hmm. and it's the cutest thing ever. But when she goes to school, I get worried. Okay. Now a Disney princess, James, which I know you can appreciate. Yes, I appreciate that much. <laughs> I, I, I always love it when uh, my cousins. I, I believe it or not, I just had a cousin who just had another baby. It's a baby boy, but her uh, his first was a little girl. And me and Kate, what we love to do is I don't know why, but we always love to buy the Disney dresses for uh, the baby girls when my cousins have them because it's just, they're so cute. Absolutely adorable. And so it's funny because my cousin's wife is also a huge, huge Disney person. So when we walked into their house one day holding a little bell dress, she cried. She was so happy. And then we put it, and then we, uh, her daughter's name is Abigail. We put it on Abigail and she was so excited. She was running around and pretty much they told me she wouldn't take it off for the next week. Wow. Uh, like, cause they just needed to wash it. See, like it, th- that to me though, would be when I think about like the idea of having kids and Marky's like, obviously the, I, I've never loved anything as much as I love Marky. Right. So it's hard for me to even picture, you know, loving someone else that much. Right now. I see that and I'm like, this is amazing. But then I get very worried because of like the reality of just how, you know, kids can be right now. Apparently she's just adults a, can be too. Well, yeah. for sure. But like, you know, you're going now to a yeah. place where you're not they're necessarily in the bubble anymore. Yeah. Right. So then do you have or did you have that, you know, as do you have that anxiety of. You know, are my is this too much? Are is my it the right time? Be, Am I gonna? Or, or you just let them kind of have that confidence or whatever? Because here's what I worry about: is that like a thing where you celebrate it so much, right? Mm-hmm. Within your own family, mm-hmm. you celebrate this idea of individuality and be yourself and all the other stuff, and it's such a beautiful thing. But then don't do it outside. Well, not that they don't do it outside. It's more like I worry about that getting tainted by some little whatever kid. 
that's like, hey, why are you dress like it's not Halloween, like something yeah. like that that kind of destroys that like little innocence of of yeah, everything. But you that's know what I'm the saying? point of dress up. It's kind of like using the dress up as a, like two things. One is it's unfortunate that for little boys we really don't have that same Disney princess outfit, glitter, glitz, glam. I mean, they're superheroes, but it's different. You know what I mean? Um, and I find that, like, by dressing up, it's kind of like a superhero costume. It kind of gives you a freedom that, like, a regular T-shirt and khakis may not give you. And I think empowering a child, yet yeah, people are always going to have an opinion. They don't like curly hair. They like straight hair. She has curly hair. You should straighten your hair. Is that the same kind of trauma as don't wear glitter shorts? Probably. But if she wants to wear glitter shorts, she's going to wear it. And mm -hmm. it's just going to, you know, help her. But to be fair, I, honestly, the world is changing now. Like when you really go back 10, 15 years, people, there are a lot of people who are a lot more judgmental to these kind of things with what Absolutely. kids wear and what they are. But as like you see the young, the younger crowd really coming up now, there's a lot more acceptance in yeah. what people wear. And like, there are people who were 15, 20 years ago, they were terrified when they were in middle yeah. school and high school to come out. And because they're in fear of being judged, where now you see people coming out in elementary school. Well, just recently, I mean, metrosexual was a word not that long ago. And exactly. metro is, doesn't even exist anymore. Exactly. So it's it's becoming so much yeah. more frequent yeah. where acceptance of yeah. your own sexuality is becoming well, just expression of, of individuality, whether exactly. it's sexually and, or creatively. And it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. expressing yourself and who you want to be is becoming much more, I want to say normalized because nobody else is really judging at this point. Well, no, I mean, people are judging, yeah. but I don't think there's enough areas of creative expression and representation that even if someone in your church is saying, you know, suck a dick and die, you can go on, sorry, you can go on TikTok and see someone in a, a gay relationship thriving and not dying. Right. And they could be like, well, maybe that's your perspective, yeah. but I also have other references versus mm -hmm. in the past it was just very limited. Yeah, but that's the big thing. Is yeah. the, world, the world is really coming to a new yeah. place, though, where a lot, a lot more acceptance is out there. Well, I don't think it's acceptance. I just think there's a lot more examples of, of, of diversity where you can choose which way you want to go. There, there's probably enough, right? there are enough people that you're exposed to where you, know, you might have only been exposed to the people in your household or in yeah. your school, whatever it is. Where you can find somebody that you identify with that is like you that gives you the confidence to kind yeah. of be you a little bit more because you can relate to them. Yeah. But I think, and I was thinking about this too in this generation, being that it's Father's Day, I kind of wanted to ask you guys this. Do you Did you guys have a birds and the bees conversation with your dad? Not no. at all. You didn't have one? No. No. I had one. How was that with Big Al? Honestly... I feel that's got to be weird. Probably it's so changed fun. definitions in my brain <laughs> <laughs> as I get older. I, we should have this conversation with him, dude. Too. I, you How's know, I, I, and we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> I, there was a father-son night in fifth grade, and I remember even the type of chairs we sat in. It, we had it in the cafeteria, and I oh at school. Oh yeah. Oh, and they put awkward. it, they like wheeled out the, the, the video thing and all the guys were there with their dads. And I'm like, wow, what's going to happen? Like we playing T-ball or some shit? Like what's going on? Like, you know, like what's Father Sunday? Is there going to be popcorn? Like oh what's, that, what's happening? <laughs> so there, and what's really weird about Father Sunday as I look back on it, right? They had this old VHS tape and they're playing it. And they just talked about like, it, it showed you like the silhouette of the male human body, but yeah. like just like yeah. here's skin tone. You know what yeah. I mean? Or whatever. Sh it didn't yeah. like show where anything yeah. was, right? And then it's like, oh, like here's genitals. And like, okay. 
And then it just like went like to sperm. Yeah. Now like I didn't pick anything up from that. Like, all right, so like I've got aliens like swimming around, like yeah. what's going on? And, and still we're not really understanding yeah. what's happening. Interesting. Okay. And they talk about then uh hormones. And all the dads around us had a joke about hormone. Mm-hmm. Okay, like like something about oh like you know, this, that, whatever. Like everybody was making jokes. For whatever reason, that's what they picked. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but um and me and my dad were just kind of looking at each other while that was going on. And weirdly, it was like, he's like, so, like, but it never really kind of like had a crescendo. Okay. We're like, hey, listen, like, there was no climax. No, like, yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. Like, hey, you're like, you know, you know that thing you got? Here's what you're actually supposed to do yeah. with it. Like, we're like, cause it's like, I, I left there still not fully understanding what. I was there for. Yeah. Like, okay, that was a weird video about stuff, I guess. And then my dad was like, I think, I think as I look back on it, right, I remember getting in the car and we were probably, I don't know, three minutes away from the house. And because from where I went to school, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, it's like, like, how do you feel about what you watched? And, and I could, I could see it while we're driving to, towards the house. And <laughs> my father goes, well, you know, like, what? What it comes down to is, I, I, I forget about. It. Let's go get some pizza. Or whatever. And I was like, that was it. And that was it. And I was like, holy shit. Now I didn't. Now I didn't. And at the time, I'm like, okay, like, and that wasn't like this weird thing. Like it was just kind of like that was kind of a waste of a night. But all right, let's go getting some pizza. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, my father was like, they missed the mark on this stuff so weirdly and awkwardly that I'm like, wait. Instead of just telling my son, this is what happens. I basically had to run with this giant animation that a school system just had to make me watch and be like, all right, listen, there aren't like little aliens swimming around your stomach. Like, cause I couldn't figure it out. It was just weird. You know, that's, I I feel like it's the concept of like, you, you tell a kid like, where do babies come from? They come from Kmart. And then they believe it was like, well, that's where they come from now. And then it takes so long. Cause they're like, well, now, where what actually happens? Though I, I was just told that you have to pray really, really hard. Did you did you have that with your sons? Uh, the talk, the talk. I did have a talk with my sons. Mm. Um, it's actually the same kind of talk we had been leading it up, but me actually coming out to them was during a sex talk, mm. and we talked about like you know genitals and how you get an erection and you really can't control when or how and what that means and what's going on. And then I just asked them. I said, "Listen, at any point in time, I'm." I have exactly what you have. Now, did you – let me ask you this. Yeah. Because we talked about that before on the show, uh-huh. right? Were you going into that open-minded about where their sexuality could land or you just kind of assume – No, I went into thing? it with more actually in my own fear and insecurity versus theirs. So you, you were probably – then all right. So then you were really more – which I guess rightly so, you're – Thinking more about what you're gonna say. Am I gonna scar them what for you're life? Educating this, them about. Yeah. Is this? I mean, I want them to. It, how it was was I want them to be able to talk to me about their sexuality. But as I was having those talks with them, like, what's going on? You know, I see your underarm hair. We would talk. We would giggle. Whatever. I felt Still like a, a fraud. I felt like a fraud. Why? Because I felt like I was asking them to be honest about what was going on in their lives that they couldn't explain while refusing to being honest to them so so in that moment you were overcome by that and then said it or you had that was your no plan going it, in? it was actually a friend of mine like you're never gonna tell me yeah. and i was like what don't you mm. tell me what i'm mm. gonna and then i had to build it up in my head 
it's uh, <laughs> it, it, no, look, it's 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 there's a lot of the interesting dynamics to that one. I mean, like, but I think that's what your father faced. Like, how honest was he going to be with you in that moment? Well, it was like, what value of it? Yeah. Like, the kid's like, not going out to... in fifth grade and like saying, yes. hey, like you know, like you know, whatever. Like, it, it's just you know, James, do you if you would you have a talk? Like, how would you tee up the talk with your kid? So I mean, I think that kind of talk is a bit more situational. Like, it's I think. Kids are smarter than we think they are, and so I think they. No, I sorry. I think they they are exposed to a lot more than what we think they are, but they don't. Yes, that, that's, um, yes. I think that's a better way. Yeah, of putting yeah. it. They are exposed to yeah. more than they think we are, yeah. and I think we need to kind of be able to visualize what they are seeing, so that way we can kind of react yeah. to what they see and make sure that it's being directed correctly. Oh my god! Because because porn will screw your whole reference point up. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I think, I think what's most important is that if we can almost make sure that everything's coming off in a positive light for them, and it's being pointed in that right direction, then I think it'll be fine. You don't necessarily have to have that talk, but I think the talk is something that's only necessary if. You see things going in a way where you might worry you. I, I showed my son, uh, my sons, we had a, a human sexuality class in college, and those books with all the, like, the diagrams of what happens. We went through that with them. That traumatized yeah, the them books. pretty good. Yeah, the, books were rough. the adult ones, the college ones, where it was, it was, it was like, all right, boys. <laughs> what, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? Oh, now, <laughs> now like, P and the G. There you go. Like, and then that's what, what happens. You see that irritation? Yeah. It starts that way. Uh, yeah. No thanks. That's the mm. same thing. Because, here, because exactly. they, honestly, they don't even like now in school. Like they do a lot. A lot of schools do teach this kind of stuff, but they don't teach it until far later on, until you're in high school. Well, yeah, and man. like, and, and like at this point, like you get. Sometimes it is important to to learn it a little bit younger, so that way, as you grow up, you don't actually find yourself making a mistake that you could potentially regret. Well, here's the thing: if you know if you're in the position where you need someone to talk to, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, is there something interfering <laughs> with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I mean, I think that's I mean, yeah. that's all the time. I actually had a big one recently. I actually, and this is a true story. This BetterHelp, they're really an amazing site, and and I love the fact that they're a part of the show because for me, it, there's a there's a sense of validation from it. I have actually turned to BetterHelp numbers of times, and we'll get into obviously what they do here in the read. But um, they actually, someone had told me for my anxiety, start sleeping with your phone on night mode and see how you react, and I would bug out. I'd freak out when I'm trying to go to sleep. And they were saying, look, you're so fixated on what's happening. You have to have to learn to let it go. You have to sleep like that because it'll just completely separate. And it's it, I started sleeping way better. Congrats. Uh, which was good. Unplugging but is so important sometimes. Very. Better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. So the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is com committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy to, and free to change counselors if needed and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today so visit 
betterhelp.com slash dear Albie. That's better help, H-E-L-P, better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have used have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So special offer for Dear Albie listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Dear Albie. I actually love these guys very much. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Thank you. You also, this is like, you know, I know you're not a licensed therapist, Urbano, but this is the type of thing that you should have a cameo for if you were going to, you know what I mean? I'd be into like, that. And only fans of just like encouragement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would be a only good Only encouragement. Yeah, right? Yeah, only yeah. encouragement. Yeah, only fantastic. Yeah, only fantastic. You know what I mean? I think you got your new yeah. business idea. I'll take it. I am, I'm into it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. You guys want to do a question? Sure. Always. So let's go. What do we have? What does Jules has for, has for us today? Dear Albie, love the podcast. I actually was a huge RHO and J in Man's of the Children. Uh, okay, fine. Dirty secret. Still am. Uh-oh. Oh. Mm, glad we kept you. Um, <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on if you think I did the right thing. Please bear with me while I try and explain this. There are a few missing pieces, but y'all would need a good hour for me to really dive deep into everything. In my 20s, I had a tight core group of friends. I am now 32. When I say we did everything together, it means events, holidays, birthdays, and even supported each other through tragedy. But as we neared 2019, our lives were changed, and we all slowly drifted apart. However, a few of us still stayed extremely close. Flash forward 2020. I got married. During this time, one of my best friends, she was a bridesmaid at my wedding, and her now ex-husband was the best man, and their son was our ring bearer, was going through a divorce from the result of him cheating. Her now ex-husband also happens to be cousins with my husband. I always told her I'm here for her and no one is going to pick sides, but we all simply need to find a balance. Despite him cheating, they still had a good relationship. By the end of 2020, our relationship drastically got worse when he started to date someone. She would get mad at me for my husband and I spending too much time with him and his girlfriend. She made it clear she will never be okay with him dating anyone. Did I mention she has a boyfriend and they live together? She continued to take advantage of our friendship with constantly wanting to know info on her ex. I would keep telling her no and please stop and to, uh, please stop trying to put me in the middle. Please understand, I felt for my friend getting divorced and was with her the night he admitted to cheating. I cannot count the times she would tell me it was hard for her to be happy for me while I was planning my wedding and even on my wedding day said it is how said it is hard to be happy for me in hopes I make the right choice. But I let it go and kept my emotions bottled in. I mean, how does one respond to that on their wedding day? By the beginning of January, we were barely speaking. Just a few weeks ago, she sent me a text apologizing. She wanted to meet up and talk things out without yelling and that she misses our friendship and she missed us in general. I sent her a text back explaining for her to please respect my wishes. But at this time, I don't want to, I don't want, wish to sit down. I am just not ready. I explained so many stones have been thrown. This is not something we can just come back from and pretend nothing happened. So, honest truth, was I in the wrong? What do you think, Bono? Not at all. I think... Choosing something that's best for you, it's like they say on the, on the airplanes, you have to put your mask on first. And if she's kind of swaying you from what's best for you, it gets really convoluted and family's always gonna be family. And if this is your husband's cousin and they're no longer together, 
and she's asking you, I mean, my thing is, I just say I don't know. When people ask me things, I say I don't know because I don't know. All I know is what's going on within the confines of my own body. So you know what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, you're asking that a lot. And either she's going to separate from your life because it's too hard for her or you'll separate from her. You'll let some time pass. And if you're really supposed to be friends, it'll happen. You know, people in your life for a reason, a season, a lifetime. And sometimes you just got to, you know, sit back and let it happen how it happens. Yeah, I mean, look, I think everybody, inevitably people make life about them. Yeah, you always. Know? And, and this friend's no exception. Where she goes wrong, I think, is the, you know, putting this on you over and over so obviously. Yeah, but she was there the night. He, the fact that she was there the night he confessed to cheating means they're all entwined. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have to detox. You have to really detox. You have to create a whole new way of communicating and being. Listen, I think it. I think that happens a lot. There are a lot of times where, and it happened to me as well in college, where I had a group of friends where we were all really close. There were seven of us. But what happens is once you guys start going in different directions, people do drift apart. And it's, it's not uncommon. It's not weird. Sometimes there are some relationships that stick and everyone sticks together. Other times people do kind of go their separate ways. Now, getting to this, like in there are in situations where something like this where when you do find out someone confesses – and the situation that I can somewhat relate to isn't exact, doesn't exactly line up. But in terms of like a divorce, where sometimes when people, two people get divorced, if you're friends with both of those people, that it doesn't have to actually, there has, doesn't have to be a disconnect. Because I know that, so there's a, a relationship in my family where uh, my father in law's brother and his. Uh, and his wife got divorced. His wife is still to this day one of our best friends, mm-hmm. and like she is over all the time. And the the divorce didn't do anything to our relationship. And it's something where it doesn't have to affect it. Where if it's if there's something in there that really is tugging at you, and you it feels that it it it's mentally affecting you, and something that you don't think you can get past, then maybe it you might be in that position where you should kind of take a step, take a step back and listen, like, listen, I need to take a minute. I need to kind of collect my thoughts, do my thing, come back, reconvene, and go from there. But sometimes it's things where you look at it and you're like, this isn't between me and you. And like, I can separate the relationship between me and you and me and them and but you can't so, you can't there so, within so, lies the conundrum you can't it's all intertwined sometimes you can though uh, like cause, and, and that's the thing is like you might you could be related pain to the prevents person. that pain mm. pain well, hurt look, i think at the end of the day her friend is hurt yeah but and and i think she's and when she gets hurt she's focusing yeah. on her which doesn't you know look it makes her you know self-serving but on i don't her wedding think, day she yeah that's I, too much to me it's too yeah. much so i i don't think you were wrong at all i think though you size it up if you miss her as a friend be friends with her. This, you know, to me, it's very open and shut. Random. I can't listen to music and do it. I don't like that. Interesting. You, can't, you guys listen to music when doing that Absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. I get, I get really uh, – uh, 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 I don't know why I went there just now. Do you get caught up in the lyrics? 
I, I like when I work, I have to listen to music with no words. Interesting. The words throw you off. It's like you're fo- like you can't. You're almost like you're focusing on two different things. Because white like, people dance listen, to the do words. I listen to the words, or do I <laughs> do the stuff? And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I can't do both at the same time. Yeah. So now it's kind of weird. <laughs> you missed what I said. So white people dance to the words versus the yeah. music. Yeah. So you're so focused on the words <laughs> yeah. of the song that you can't allow yeah. yourself to go with the. Flow and I'm just music. sitting there like like and like, like my mind's telling me no. Like is it? Is it? No, I don't think it is. And it's like my body's telling me yes. I'm like okay, all right, fine. We're in the right place. And I'm okay again. But like I just go, I, you know, I can't. That TV, uh, movie, I used to I be can't. able to read with music on. Now I don't even do that anymore. That's my ADD shit, man. Yeah. I can't do it. It two two things going on like that throws me off. It's either it's one or the other. Like honestly, it gets to the point where I don't even. But music, music actually, like if I can do anything to music, usually like music. If there's no music and I have to work, I'm like sad. But if I have to work and like. There's music playing, like I find a little bit of joy. But mm, I yeah. I love reading, but I, I don't like reading to music. The mm. only thing I can do to music is go to the gym. Good for you. Like that that's it. If I'm if I'm doing work, I can't listen to music, otherwise I'm just getting pulled in too many different directions at that point. I actually no longer listen to music on my rides home. I usually listen to podcasts. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've been going back into the uh catalog mm. of the Dear Albie catalog. Oh nice. And I thought you're, you're doing a lot of the uh uh you were telling me about a lot of the breathing exercises. Yeah, a lot of neuroscience. I'm a nerd. Me too. I, I've yeah. I've read I've read a look like, I remember the synapse. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I love a synapse. <laughs> So right, you guys. go like this. <laughs> oh my God. Love you all, gentlemen. Thank you both for being here. Thank you. Happy uh, Father's Day. Very much. Appreciate Happy you Father's both. Day, Happy Father's Day to you, my friend. Thank you. Hope you guys um, have a good day. Al's going to be an amazing dad. I've Dude, said this a thousand you're, times. You're the dad to many people well, here. Uh, thank you. Well, I mean, obviously, that's not the real thing. No, but seriously. Yes. That to me, look, I am very weird about this. I really think the role, I think you have many guides through your life. I feel mm-hmm. like the role of a, of a father is ultimately a guide, mm-hmm. right? It's it's your 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 chief guide, but you can I think the most oppressive accomplishment you can have in your life is being somebody that is that person through a, anybody's, you know, arc of life yeah. for even a limited amount of time. I bet you if you had a a stat for such things, if they gave you likes for that, you would have you would have uh, 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 major. My, very my kind. Friend. But you so would you. Millions. So would you. You would as well. Nah, I'm like weird, awkward. No, like but stuff. You, people not, listen to you. They're engaged. You're engaged, and people but, really do take what you say seriously. Well, nine of every ten rooms you walk into, someone's listening to you. Exactly. I remember that. All right, guys, we're out of here. Love you Thank all. You. Love you all. Bye. Bye.